Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. For those of you who are not familiar with me, my name is Dre Baldwin. I'm a former nine-year professional athlete. I'm the author of 31 books. I'm the creator of this whole brand, philosophy, and uh, framework in business that is called Work on Your Game. 
And what this is all about is teaching the mindset standards, accountability, and execution that I learned as a professional athlete and applying them to the business world and everyday life for people just like yourself. And what we're going to talk about here today is how standards are the enemy of mediocrity. And uh, really quickly, before I even get started, I know last week when I uh, was telling everybody that you could click that link up above to get into my text community. A few people mentioned to me that the link wasn't working. Site just happened to be down right at the exact moment that I was telling you all that, but the link works here today. So if you want to get my daily motivation text every day, just click that link up at the top and it works now. You'll send you send me a text message. So anyway, topic here today, we're going to talk about how standards are the enemy of mediocrity. Me, I'm a person who is really big on uh, once you get to, to know me or any of you have heard me talk or seen any of my work, you know, I'm big on consistency, uh, discipline, you know, the same things the same way every time, making sure that we're following a process and you know, just knowing what we're doing and making sure that everything is being upheld by a standard. And coming from my background as an athlete, uh, you had no choice but to hit the standards, whether you wanted to or not, if you wanted to get on the court or get on the field or even be on the team or even have a job. The standards matter a whole lot. So I'm a person who's really big on standards and any of you who runs a family, if you run or work in a business, any team that you're a part of, that's gonna be a high performing team and a consistently high performing team. There must be standards in place because when there are no standards, then things start to fall apart. And as they say, when there's no law, there's no order. So the standards are the thing that basically is pushing against gravity because we know how gravity works, right? Gravity is pulling you, pulling you down, pulling any object down towards Earth at 9.8 meters per second. Your job by up having standards is basically fighting against the gravity, the same way that your bones and your muscles are keeping you from falling down and laying on the floor. That, those are the standards that are keeping you from uh, going down towards the Earth. Your standards are keeping you from falling down towards mediocrity. And when the standards are no longer being upheld, things begin to fall apart. And you can look around in any aspect of your life or any aspect of your world and note where standards are being maybe removed or standards are being relaxed. All of a sudden, uh, things start to get worse until people realize what the actual problem is. And then they go right back to having standards all over again. So it's kind of like a cycle that happens in the wider world. But hopefully with you, it doesn't become a cycle. You just put your standards in place. You continue to uphold them and you stay performing at a high level. So I have one, two, three points that I want to share here today. I'm going to go through these points. And as usual, we have a few minutes left at the end. Hopefully you all have some feedback, comments and questions that you can add. And then we'll be passing the mic. So everybody got that? Any questions? Good. Let's get into it. Point number one. Topic again, standards, the enemy of mediocrity. First point, and if you only remember one thing that I say here today, remember this. When you raise the bar of standards, you eliminate the losers. When you lower the bar of standards, you eliminate the winners. I want to say that one again because I want to make sure this sinks in. When you raise the bar of standards, in other words, you make it harder to get into the room. You make it harder to get a passing grade. You make it harder to get on the team. You require people to do more in order to achieve a certain level of success. When you make it harder and people have to step their games up, what happens is you eliminate all the low performers, you eliminate the mediocre, you eliminate the average people, you eliminate all the losers because losers don't want to be held to high standards. Mediocre people don't want to be held to standards at all. They just want to be able to you know, basically get by. But when you, raise, when you set standards and you continually raise them, you will eliminate those people. You won't even have to fire them, they'll quit, metaphorically speaking. 
and sometimes literally. But when you lower the bar, when you eliminate standards, when you relax standards, when you allow mediocrity to be accepted, when you come up with reasons to accept things that are lower than normal standard and whatever reason you want to give for it, it doesn't matter. When you lower the bar of standards, what happens is not only do you make it easier for the mediocre and the low performers to stay around and be comfortable, you also will lose all your high performers. The winners will leave. They will find the exits. Now, why do the winners find the exit when you lower the bar? Because, I mean, they're still over the bar, right? So if the bar is 50%, if they're going to say the bar is you have to be at a level 50 in anything that you're doing, and your high performers are at a level 90 and a level 95, and you lower the bar and say instead of 50, you only got to be at 40 to be accepted here, why would the winners leave? I mean, they're still over the bar, right? The reason that they leave is because high-performing individuals want to be held to standards. People who perform at a high level want to be in a place where the standards are high so that the, the fact that they're a high performer is recognized, it is appreciated, and it actually means something. High performers want to go to a place where there are standards because that means their high performance actually matters. See, if you put a high performer in a room where there are no standards, then the fact that they're a high performer doesn't really matter, does it? Because there's no standard. They didn't have to, they really don't even have to be a high performer to be in that room. But what, is, what does the room matter? All right, this is the reason why standards matter. If you want high-performing people, then you have to hold them to high-performing standards because that's exactly what they want. People who perform at a high level want to know that doing that actually means something in the space that they're in. And if they're in a space in which it looks like or it feels like it doesn't matter or it's been made to matter less, then they will go find a different room to be in. Losers who don't want to be challenged leave when the bar gets raised again like i said they'll fire themselves and they'll find their way out but the best they'll find their way out when you lower the standards because high achievers they don't want to be associated with bums bums and high performers don't mix they're like oil and water so you have to decide everyone in this room any organization that you're a part of an organization can be two people an organization actually can be one person actually let me back up organization can be one person because you think about it for your business, for your career, for the way that you show up, the way that you present yourself, that you hold yourself to a high standard. Because if you don't, guess who's not going to be coming around? High performing people, because they don't want to associate with people who don't hold themselves to high standards like they do. If you are an accept, if you accept mediocrity and you present yourself as mediocre, guess what you're going to be attracting? Mediocre people. Like attracts like. This is just the way that it works, folks. And any organization you're a part of, whether it's you as one person or whether you want to run a 100-person company, if you want to attract high-performing individuals and high-level people, you must present yourself as a high-performing, high-level individual. Whatever you present yourself as, that's exactly what you're attracting. So you look at your business right now, all the entrepreneurs out there, all the freelancers out there, any of you who deals with people on a daily basis, which is probably all of us, what kind of people are you attracting? That is a direct reflection of the standards that you are projecting out into the world. Now, I'm not saying those are your standards, but those are, the, those are the standards you are projecting because that's exactly what you're attracting. Now, maybe you have certain standards, but yours is not living up to them. Maybe yours is not being consistent. Maybe you're not being disciplined. Maybe you have a plan and yours is not following it. But if you want to bring in high-performing people, you need to present yourself as and be a high-performing individual. Winners and losers, as I said, are oil and water. If you want winners around you, you must set standards. You must enforce them. You have to live them, and they should be clear. It should be obvious that when someone comes across you, even if they never heard of you before, 
You've been working for 30 years. They just heard of you 30 minutes ago. It should be clear that you have certain standards and that you uphold them. This is the discipline. This is the consistency that, yes, I've been putting in work all this time. You never heard of me before. You just found out about me today, but it's clear what my standards are because these standards are my normal way of operating. If it's your normal way of operating, it doesn't matter if people don't know your whole life story. They should be able to tell from the last 45 minutes what you're about because this is your normal thing. This is your everyday thing. It's not something you just, it's not something you turn on and turn off like a light switch. This is just your normal way of living. So it doesn't matter when someone comes across you. It's kind of like you know, somebody posing for a picture as opposed to a candid shot. All right. They're going to get the same look no matter what. Everybody understand what I'm saying. Hopefully that metaphor doesn't go too far. If you want winners around you, you got to set standards, enforce them, and you start with yourself. This whole conversation here, and again, for those of you who are unfamiliar with me, those of you who get to know my work, understand that everything that I talk about under this, this whole work on your game uh, umbrella, we always bring the conversation back to the person in the mirror. We always bring it back to number one. So even though I'm using other people as a frame for many of the things that I talk about, when I say other people, quote unquote, I'm really talking about you. So the standards that you have for yourself are going to determine what kind of people want to come around you. If you want winners around you, set standards and force them. It starts with you, the mediocre and anyone below mediocre, anyone below a high level of standard that you are exemplifying, they won't come around you because it just, it just doesn't fit. The energy is just not there. Moving on, point number two. Topic again today is standards are the enemy of mediocrity. Standards are simply, for those of you who may not even use that language, let me give you a different word for standards that maybe will be easier for you to understand just to give you a, a better picture of it. Expectations. Standards and expectations, we can use them synonymously as far as in the frame of this conversation. Understand that human beings, including yourself and myself, we live up or down to the expectations set in front of us. Whatever expectation you have for yourself, you will live up to that expectation or you will live down to that expectation. This is why the law of association matters so much. We all know the law of association, right? You become the average of the people you spend the most time with. It doesn't have to be five people. It could be two people. It can be a hundred people. It could be a thousand. It could be the people in this room right here uh, breakfast with champions and by the way that share button we're up to 83 shares we need more shares folks as as i'm talking we are at 83 shares there's 216 people in the room click the button down at the bottom of the screen that says 83 that share button and share this room i don't care where you share it but share the room we need to be at 100 shares within the next 15 minutes please we're at 83 right now please share the room everybody who is listening if you are getting value from anything that i've said so far or any other speakers Let's get the shares up to 100 shares. We are at 84 right now. We need to be at 100. Now, anyway, as I was saying, this is why people, any of anyone in this room who's ever been in done any type of military service or anyone who's played a sport at a high level, you played uh, college sports or played professional sports. The reason why people in the military or athletes when they're in their careers perform so well in those environments is because we're in an environment where there are certain standards that are hard standards. These are not flexible standards. They are not malleable standards. They are standards and the expectation is already set and everyone in the room is held to that standard. Doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what your problems are. You had a long day yesterday, didn't get enough sleep last night, you're tired, you're hungry. 
It doesn't matter. There's a certain standard. And if you're going to stay in this room, you must meet the standard. And let me, I want you to notice a, a small miracle, and I'm kind of being tongue in cheek here when I say it, is that with human beings, when they're held to a certain standard that is inflexible, a certain standard that is non-negotiable, you know what happens? You know what happens when a human is held to a non-negotiable standard? All of you know the we answer mean, because all of you have been held it. to it before. Somebody just unmute it. Please mute yourself. You know what happens to people who are held to a standard that is non-negotiable is that you meet it. Uh, I think somebody was unmuted to answer the question. That was a rhetorical question, but thank you for, thank you for the participation. <laughs> so we all live up to the standards that we are held to when there is no negotiation, when there is no flexibility. You will live up to whatever is, you are, is expected of you. And let me let you understand, this works in the opposite direction as well. When you are not held to any standards and nothing is expected of you or less is expected of you, you know what you do? The exact same thing. You perform to the level of the expectation that is around you. This is why certain environments produce high-performing individuals and certain environments produce low-performing individuals because the standards and the environment that you have created, and this is the, the point that I want everybody, everyone here to understand individually, even if you don't have an organization right now, if you're a single person with no kids, no family, you don't have a, a company, you don't have anybody working for you, it's just you, you set the standards for yourself and you are an organization by yourself. I tell people this all the time. Every human being is a business because it costs money for you to be born. It will cost money to bury you when you die and it costs money for every minute in between. So everybody here is a business, whether you look at yourself as that or not. Everyone's an organization. So what are the standards? Personal organization, you incorporated. When standards are in place, people live to them. And when those standards are removed, it's very difficult for many people to maintain certain standards on their own. This is where coaching comes in. This is where masterminds come in. This is where having the right circle of associations come in. Because human beings, we are social creatures. All right, we hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Want and we need interaction. So the question is not whether you're going to interact, at least the people who are listening to me right now, I mean, you're doing something social right now by being in this room. Question is, who are you interacting with? Not a question of, are you interacting? Is who are you interacting with? This is why coaching masterminds, shows like this one, this is so you don't have to remember to remember. Are right, you around people who are upholding a certain standard and you will match the standard of the people around you without even trying. This is just an, un, this is an unconscious thing that all of us human beings do. When two people are walking together, I mean, literally walking, somebody's going to set the pace and the other person's going to keep up with it, whether it's slower or faster. This is how it works. So the question is, who are you walking with? Who are you associating with? And that's the point. Your peer group is just the people that you are interacting with most often. They don't even have to be people that you know in person. Most of the people in this room, Breakfast with Champions, I've never met in person, but I'm interacting with you right here through this app. 
and the people that you interact with most often, whether you're just listening to them, you're reading them, you're watching them on YouTube, you're subscribed to this stuff, you're following them on social media, you will live up to or down to the standards that they are projecting out to you if you associate with them often enough, even if you're just on the consuming end. So what are you taking in? What are you consuming? Who are you associating with? And what kind of effect is that association having on you, your actions, and your overall life? Is it taking you where you want to go or is it not? And this should be a simple yes or no answer. If you don't know, then you need to figure out where you're trying to go and then ask yourself, okay, are these, is this helping me get there? Yes or no? If it is, then you probably want to do more of it. If it's not, then you know what you need to do. You need to make your adjustments. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, again, is standards, is the enemy of mediocrity number three. Now, here's the question. What are your personal standards? Do you even know? What are your personal standards just with you, yourself? And when I say personal standards, I'm not talking about the way that you think about yourself. Like right now, maybe because I'm talking about it and you're consciously thinking about this thing, maybe you have some ideas and some stuff that you may uh, say to yourself. Maybe somebody may say when I open the mic up in a few minutes. I'm not talking about that. See, personal standards, let me give you an example. When I was 17, I got a job at McDonald's. I was a senior in high school. I worked at McDonald's. Now, I don't know if any of you ever worked at a, at McDonald's or any place similar, McDonald's, Burger King, CVA, any entry-level job where you can just put in the application. You don't need any previous skills. You can just get hired there. When I got hired at McDonald's, there was a set of standards. Now, you might not think of McDonald's as such a prestigious place to work, but there was a set of standards. There was a uniform. There was a time you had to be at work. There was a time that you left work. There was a certain way that those burgers got made. There was a certain way that you greeted every customer. There was a way to work to register. There was a way that you handle a customer dispute by calling over the manager and the way the manager would handle it. There was a way that you needed to show up and be groomed and dressed every time you came to work. There was a way that those fries needed to be made. There was a way to pre prepare uh, McFlurry. There was a way that you cleaned off the grill after you made some burgers. So even though you might think not think of McDonald's as the most prestigious place, they had a ton of standards. And it's the reason why McDonald's is McDonald's. It's the reason why anybody can work there and you still produce the exact same result because of the standards that they have in place. And here's the thing about those standards. The reason I'm bringing that up, all those standards were documented. See, it wasn't that you just got, you walked in there and the manager was just winging it and telling you what to do. All right, do this now. All right, um, all right now do this. Oh, that happened. Um, let me figure that out. Okay, do this. No, everything was documented. Every single standard and everything that I was supposed to do when I worked there was written down on paper and everybody had to follow it. And it was clear and easy to understand, again, even without any prior skill set that I brought to the table. You I know, mean, I was a high school senior. I had no prior skills to bring to the table, but I could work there and I could execute the process simply because the process was so clean and it was so clear that nobody could mess it up. So here's my question to you, because the point here is what are your personal standards? Are your personal standards documented? Do you have it written down what your personal standards are? I'm not talking about they're in your head and you can you know, spout some things off. No, no, no. Are they documented? Professionals have things documented. And if you're professional about the way that you show up in your life, whether it's work stuff, life stuff, your physical health, uh, the way you handle your finances, the way you manage your family, whatever, it should be documented if you're serious about it. Anything you're serious about is written down, it's documented. I tell people every month, if you follow my Instagram story, set your goals for the 
next month before the next month starts. Set your goals for the next year before the next year starts. And goals are not things that you have in your head. Goals are written down. People who write their goals down achieve their goals. What are your standards? The higher your own standards, the easier it will be to deal with other people's standards. People who have high standards themselves, they can deal with people who have high standards because they're used to setting high standards for themselves. And are your standards documented? Could somebody look at your standard? Because you show it to another person so that they could read it and see it and say, okay, that makes sense. So you need to think about, if you haven't done this exercise, writing down your own personal standards, your own personal code of conduct that you give yourself. And the more you are held to standards, whether by yourself or by others, the easier it will be to live up to standards as you progress and as you move on in life. And also, the more you are holding yourself to standards, the easier it will be to set standards for other people. Because anytime you set a standard with another person, the first thing they're going to be looking at is, okay, does this person who's trying to give me a standard, do they look like they're upholding it themselves? If a coach, when I was playing uh, my sophomore year of college, my coach said to us at the beginning of the season, all right, every day that we have practice, you need to be on the court with your shoes tied, your, your practice gear on and ready to go 15 minutes before the announced practice start time. In other words, if we say, if I say practice at four o'clock, you need to be on the court and ready to practice at 345. And if you show up on the court at 350, you're late. And he meant it. That was the standard. So every day when we walked in the gym at 345, he was already ready. We had to be ready. And every day, everybody showed up at 345 ready to go. Only exception is if you had class. And one day, everybody was kind of late. We all got there around 4 o'clock on the dot, and we paid for that in conditioning drills. I'll tell you about that at a different time. The whole point is, whatever standard you want to hold other people to, you got to be living that standard yourself. And if you don't appear to be living the standard that you're trying to set for other people, they won't follow it. So the question for you again is, what are your personal standards? The more you are used to being held to standards, whether by yourself or by others, the easier it will be to be disciplined and following the authority of any other standards that are set for you. So I'm going to recap my three points here. Then I'm going to open the floor and let's have some uh, discussion about this point. If any of you have a comment or question in one moment. The topic, standards are the enemy of mediocrity. Number one, when you raise the bar, you lose the losers. You lower the bar, you lose the winners. When standards go up, losers who don't want to be challenged will exit. When standards go down, winners who want to be challenged, they will exit. So the question really is, who do you want to have around you? There are plenty of, choose, there are plenty of people to choose from amongst winners and losers in life. The question just is, which one do you want to associate with? Number two, standards are simply expectations, if you want to give it another word. Humans will live up or down to the expectations set in front of them by their peer group. Again, when you go into an organization or a place where there are certain standards that are inflexible, you always find a way to meet them or you will find a way to leave. That is simply how it works. Human beings are great creatures of adjustment. We will adjust to anything if we know we don't have a choice. And, and that's, there's a, a big, big idea inside of there if uh, you read between the lines of what I already did for you. And number three, what are your personal standards with you yourself? Think of a company like McDonald's or Oracle or anywhere that has been around for a while. All their standards are not just things that people say to you. They're written down. They're documented. You have to sign a, a contract that says you understand the standards and that you're going to live up to the standards. Otherwise, you will be terminated. That's the way that it works in organizations that last. Question is, do you have standards in place? And if you don't, why not? And since you know that you don't, what are you going to do about that? 
all that being said, I want to open the floor up for some questions and commentary. We got a couple minutes here. I want hey, everyone to take uh, maybe about 60 seconds for a comment. Uh, go ahead, Ramon. Hey, Dre, what's up, man? Good, good shares always, man. You inspire, inspire, inspire. Thank you very much. I just wanted to uplift and affirm what you said. Dave Ramsey calls this, uh, he says, uh, hire thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds will always want to race with thoroughbreds, and Thanks. they'll kick donkeys out. Thanks, brother. Great share. 100%. Appreciate that. And thank you, everybody, for getting those shares up. We got 108 right now. Uh, who else has a comment or question? We got three minutes here. Somebody want to speak? 30, 60 seconds? Dre, it's your boy, Justin. You know I'm here for it every single week, brother. Good um, morning, just Justin. A little commentary on just people believing their own hype, right? I think sometimes they get into a space, maybe they get a green bean and it goes to their head. And I think the people that I'm looking at on my wall of success, from Kobe Bryant to George and Pierre to Hicks and Gracie, they're just focused on the task. They get around the right people and they don't believe their own hype. They're constantly trying to learn and they know they can learn from people no matter what stage at the game they're at. So keep hammering, brother. 100%. Thank you, Justin. Uh, who else wants to speak up? We got a few minutes here. Yeah, real quick soundbite, Dre. Thanks a lot. Just a uh, simple two words or a couple words. Uh, how you act is how you attract. So that pretty much nails it. Thank you much. 100%. Was that William? Yes, sir. Uh, thanks, William. Appreciate it. It's Mary Lynn. Um, hey, I Mary. actually job today. So I am not going to set my standard for mediocre mediocrity. I'm going to go in guns blazing, setting the standard high, and I love the code of conduct for myself. So thank you. 100%. Thank you. Hey, Dre. This is Raquel. I just hey, wanted Raquel. to share that iron sharpens iron. And it's so important that um, in a race, I um, am training right now for, um, I just finished a, a race and I was, I got first place because I stuck with the leader of the pack. Sometimes you do have to get with the pack. The standard of the pack is, um, is really high. It keeps you motivated. I had gotten weak in the race and um, I had kind of fallen back. And one of the um, people that were in the pack, they said, push up, push up. And they kept telling me so I would not fall behind. So thank you so very much. Have a great day. Congrats, Raquel. What kind of race were you running? It was a um, it was curious. a 5K. It was a 5K race, and I became first place in my um in my age range. So I was just really really happy. So that's what uh, it congratulations. Was. Thank congrats. you. All right, we got a, a minute left. Who else? Hey, Dre. I, uh, one thing. Uh, this is William again. I uh, wanted to uh, to enforce or just put out there is um, one thing in the military we used to always say is you're, if you're willing to lower your standards, then you deserve everything you get. So just don't don't allow it. So thanks. I'm done speaking. 100%. So we are. Thank you, William. We are right at 6:30 again. Uh, that link at the top is to my daily motivation text. I send it out one time every single morning. You want to receive a message, keep you focused, sharp, and on point. Just click that link. Text me. You'll be getting it every day. Next one's coming up in about an hour and a half. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.